Hello, friends, and welcome to There's No People Like Show People, the podcast that connects and reconnects the theater community, inspires hope, and strives to help people not feel so alone. I am your host, Sarah Philobom. Time to start living, time to take a little from this world we're given. Time to take time, cause spring will turn to fall in just no time at all. Hello friends, and welcome to year three of There's No People Like Show People. I am absolutely blown away by your continued support. Thank you so much for following us on Instagram, giving the podcast a five-star rating, or just leaving a quick little written review. If you get the chance today, stop on by our official podcast merchandise store at www.theresnopeoplelikeshowpeople.itemorder.com. Each purchase really helps us out. And we have some very exciting news. Look for our brand new podcast called Transformation, the Untold Stories of Motherhood, debuting November 1st. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the global theater community. Remember, friends, the art of honest storytelling connects us all. And no matter what you may be going through right now, you are not alone. Friends, the quote of the day today is, nice is different than good. You know, use it in a sentence. That is the quote of the day. Nice is different than good. And if you are unfamiliar with that quote, it is actually a song lyric from my favorite musical of all time, written by the brilliant Stephen Sondheim, Into the Woods. It is from Little Red Song. Our guest today, we actually, we just recently worked together over the summer. We did Into the Woods together and she played Little Red. And I have a little surprise for her at the end of this episode. So we're just going to save it for the end. She is currently performing in Florida at the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater. Welcome to the podcast, Lexi Ray Smith. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here today. I know. It's so good to see you. How, okay, how, give us, an, like, what's going on in Florida? I know the hurricane happened. How, yeah. how's, how's Florida doing right now? Um, She's recovering, but uh, I'm currently in Fort Myers, which took a good majority of the hurricane. Uh, so I did have to evacuate, and we stopped our run of the show we're doing right now for about two weeks. And now we're back up and running since this past week. So it's been a pretty wild ride. Um, There's a lot of damage everywhere still, but the theater has worked really hard to help the community out before reopening the show. So it's nice to work for a good company like that. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm so sorry. Like how... I'm I'm sure when you took this contract and we when you first got there, you probably weren't even thinking that anything like this was going to happen. Oh gosh, no! I'm a little Midwestern girl. I've never <laughs> dealt with a hurricane before. Um, apparently, it's hurricane season, which yeah. I didn't know was a thing. 
So it's been pretty scary. Oh man, but you have persevered. Yes. (laughs) So where, okay, where in the Midwest did you grow up and how did you first get into theater? So I am from Joliet, Illinois, which is about 40 minutes south of the city. And I came from a, a family that was kind of involved in the theater. My mom grew up as a singer and she played trumpet. And my dad has been a union stagehand my whole life. So my stepmom and my brother all work in theater and do stage handing and it got me into it. Um, I started interning doing that kind of stuff around 12, but I was performing as a little kid quite a bit at my dad's work. I got to go to work with my dad every summer, every day and drink coffee with him and then go do my little theater camp. So it's always kind of been a big part of my life, but I think my dad has been the biggest um, influence in bringing me into the theater community. Mm-hmm. Nice. So then um, she's currently wearing a Point Park sweatshirt. (laughs) Point Park University. Is that where you went to school? It is. Yeah. I graduated in 2020 with my BFA in musical theater and a minor in human resource management. Hmm. Um, I loved it. I loved Pittsburgh. I loved the school I went to. I loved my professors, my class. It was honestly the best four years of my life. I miss it. I graduated during COVID, which kind of put a damper on my senior year and showcasing graduation. But <clears throat> all in all, I love my school. I'm so proud to have gone there. Yeah, I that was actually going to be my next question. I it's I'm sure it was very difficult graduating, like literally in the mid, like the pandemic had just started. Yeah, it was it was pretty heartbreaking. I remember. It was around February when I ended up leaving Pittsburgh and I had a trip planned and booked all paid for to go to New York. I had auditions lined up um, for my spring break. And then we had casting directors coming to help us with our senior showcase. And then all of that got canceled. Mm. Um, I never got to walk the stage for graduation. Um, It was pretty sad. We ended our last semester on Zoom, which you can't learn musical theater very well on Zoom, especially when you're taking dance classes and there's a delay and it was awful. Oh my goodness. I'm so so sorry. Uh, I think I got not the worst of it because there were classes after me that their entire like years were spent on Zoom for a good year and a half after that, but when it when it first happened for us it was when the teachers didn't really know how to navigate using zoom either so they were just like oh well here's a little assignment that's just kind of busy work to get you through the rest of the semester so it wasn't even like school it was just a lot of busy work assignments just to kind of pass the time while they figured out how to teach in a new way so yeah gosh how how frustrating like you're right I mean looking back it really wasn't that long it feels like 10 years have gone by but only like what two and a half years have gone by but just so much has happened and in the very beginning it really was it was kind of like chaos like nobody knew what was going on or or how long this was gonna last or even like uh, the risk factors of it are like and we're like, we're still living in it now. Like, uh, yeah, it's not over. 
No, I think the question is how much longer or when or what's coming next or how like how do we how do we live in a in a post covid world? Yeah, it's bizarre. I know they just came out with another booster and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how many of these are we going to have until there's like something to really help? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Every new there's every year there's a new booster. <laughs> so they're like, huh, is it going to be like 50 more years of just got to get your new booster this year? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It might yeah. turn into just another flu, hopefully. And right. That's down. true. That's true. Like what, you know, obviously like that's just a big struggle, like in and of itself right there is that um, graduating school, like right when the pandemic happened, what do you think are some other things that you have really struggled with when it comes to this career? Just post pandemic or just in general? Um, It can be both. Um, I think my biggest struggle currently with the way things are with the pandemic is that everything's online now every audition is self-tape mm-hmm. and I thrive in a room with people and we can feed off of each other and feel the energy and I can talk to them and they can see my sense of humor rather than on a self-tape it's like hi my name's Lexi Ray Smith and I'm gonna sing this for you thank you for your consideration and it's just kind of there's that wall. So that's very difficult for me is getting my myself on tape the way I want myself to be seen if I were in an actual room with real people. Mm-hmm. And then there's the matter of, do they watch my video? Half the time I get a rejection email saying, sorry, you weren't what we were looking for, but you look at the video and it's zero views. So it's yeah. like, was I really not, you know? So that's been a struggle is now there's just an over saturated amount of videos going into all these places because it's easier to audition for so many things that if you weren't there in person or in New York city, you couldn't just wait in line and audition. Now it's all everyone's submitting if they're still doing it. So that's been a struggle for, for sure. Um, is being seen. Um, I also just miss being around actors and I kind of loved the whole like being in an audition waiting room and getting to meet a new friend and oh where have you worked like oh really you're from here that's so cool I know someone who's worked there and I love meeting new people so I miss being face to face with other artists and constantly being inspired by people now it's just all online yeah (laughs) it, it can make it feel very impersonal yeah absolutely and it is really hard yeah. I mean, it's hard when you put so much work into something, when you really take the time and put a lot of work into a self-tape and then they just don't even watch it. It is very frustrating for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think like mental health is a big topic of this year and a lot of people want to know about balance and like, and how like, like work-life balance so what are some ways that you prioritize your mental health? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm a big gym rat. I go to the gym typically five days a week, sometimes six, depending on how busy I am. And that's really just like my me time. I love just having that time where I can 
just kind of relax and focus on building new skills and have nothing to do with theater at the gym. And I love um, seeing results and just knowing that I'm doing something good for my body. Um, I also drink a lot of water. I feel like when I'm hydrated, I just feel better in general, physically. Um, mentally, I love to read books, books that have nothing to do with theater. <laughs> yeah. I love to journal and make lists just to kind of organize my brain. Um, I know a lot of people are into yoga. That sometimes helps. Um, anything to really just kind of center yourself. I love to do things with friends who don't do theater. That's another thing is like having time out where you don't talk about your job and you don't talk mm -hmm. about auditions or you don't talk about what Patty Lapone is doing, giving up her equity card. I know. What? <laughs> like, what's going on with that? I have no idea, but. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think I just saw that on um, like Broadway World's Instagram yesterday. I, I was just like. What? <laughs> What's happening here? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But also, like, is it true? Like, I don't know. Is no. who knows? <laughs> is it just something that she said? Like, is is it a phase? It could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's like Patty Lapone we're talking about here. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think, I think that's really great because you definitely, like you have to have those things in your life that have absolutely nothing to do with your career. Because if you don't have anything like that, this career will drive you insane. Like it will drive, yeah. if you get so wrapped up and consumed with like auditions and submitting and what show am I doing and having a job or not having a job or like you literally, you will drive yourself insane. And then, of course, when you're working, it's just, okay, what do I have to do tonight to do my homework for rehearsal tomorrow? And then, oh, we have a show. I'm going to hang out with everyone and talk about how the show went. And, oh, what's next for rehearsals? And, oh, what are you submitting for? And just, it's never ending with consuming your entire life. It's so easy to just completely suck yourself in and have it take over your whole world. And it's hard. It's hard to just kind of pull yourself out and be like, no, I'm a human too. Like, I'm not just an actor robot who needs to constantly be doing this and this and this yeah yeah I felt yes for, <laughs> for a very long time I was like not pretty much like married to my career because I look I was working all the time and you know on your one maybe you had a day off a week and on that day off you were still working on something Oh, yeah. Whether it was working on the show or submitting for the next thing or, you know, yeah, you're right. It just kind of feels like this never ending, like endless loop. Um, and I think at times like it was it was very unhealthy um, for me. And, and I did wonder, I did sort of feel like a musical theater robot and like a machine because you were never really allowed like you're not allowed to get sick. You're not allowed to take personal days. You're not allowed to. Um, most of the time, like if there's like a wedding or a holiday, like, well, you can't go to that. So you're like, when do I actually have like a life? <laughs> exactly. Like I know coming up, I have two shows on Christmas day and it's going to be my first year away from my family on Christmas. Like mm -hmm. that's going to be something new and, but I know I signed up for it, so that's okay. But right. it's just a whole new thing for me is trying to find that balance and okay, 
yes, I have these shows, but the day before I'm going to FaceTime in with my family and make sure mm-hmm. that I take the time to really do the things that also make me happy. It's, it's hard. It's so hard to just not let it consume you. Cause I know even after this, I'm going to film a self tape and going to submit it. And it's my only day off this week. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how we go over the show and yeah I know. <laughs> always working always yeah. working um how how do you define success oh gosh I feel like for some people it's like Broadway or nothing and that's it's never really been my mindset I don't I don't think there's any kind of like milestone you can reach to be successful I think right now I am successful because I'm doing something that makes me happy and I'm making a career of it and I'm paying the bills and it might not be the most glamorous way of living for some people, but for me, it's enough. And that makes me happy. And I think as long as you're doing something that's meaningful and makes you feel fulfilled in some way, I think that is successful. I don't think there's anything to be like, Oh no, she hasn't done this yet. So she's not there yet. And I have a lot of friends who, kind of have that mindset and it's like yeah I've worked regionally but I haven't done this yet so I'm just like I'm not there it's like no like that can be a goal but I don't think that defines being successful in any way right exactly it yeah like what if you make a list of I think it's great I think it's great to have a list of goals and goals dreams accomplishments things you want to do I think that that's super great but if you don't accomplish them all especially like within a certain like time frame that does that doesn't mean that you have failed that doesn't mean that you're a failure right I remember when I was in college my senior year we had a class where we had to make this five-year plan for ourselves and you had to every year what am I going to accomplish am I going to have an agent am I going to work at this theater am I am I going to be living here and every year we had to have each thing lined up And then the pandemic hit and they were like, okay, scratch that. And I was like, yeah, things can change at the snap of a finger. And those kind of like year, giving yourself a time frame is so impractical because who knows, there could be another pandemic. There could be a natural disaster, like a hurricane that just like stops everything for a period of time. And there's no way of really like, okay, making that happen if the world kind of stops again you know you never know what's coming next so mm-hmm. I think giving yourself a time frame is in that sense just so impractical because you're not gonna reach every goal you set yourself to if you give yourself a limit right that's such a, a hard thing for me and I think the pandemic actually helped me with that because I was like okay in a year if I'm not doing this I'm quitting and that's so dumb yeah Yep. I, I'm always so inspired by those stories that you hear about where, you know, it doesn't matter who it is or, or even, it, it doesn't even have to be like a theater related. It just could be like a, you know, a person who doesn't do theater, but, so, but something that they like really want to achieve or something in life that they, they really want to do or accomplish, or maybe it's like writing a book or um, getting their doctorate degree or having a child or traveling or, you know, or whatever it is, or being on Broadway, like it could be so many different things. And for years and years and years, you watch them struggle and you watch their life take many different twists and turns and they don't achieve their goal. And then all of a sudden, like 
one random day, like in their seventies, they finally like achieve that, that goal that they've been working towards like their entire, like that's way more inspiring to me than someone who graduates college and a year later just achieves their goal. Because, and and especially when it comes to a show like that, eventually that show's going to close. So like there, and there's, there's so much more life after that. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because then, you know, they really had to work for it. (laughs) For a long time. Yeah. And with theater, a lot of time it's being in the right place at the right time or just sheer luck and who, you know, so like, Sometimes it doesn't even matter how hard you work. Sometimes those goals are just not going to happen in the time that you want them to happen. Because it's just, there are so many people wanting those same exact things. I know. The people who hustle for years and years and years, that's so impressive when they finally do get those things. Right. Or or even like maybe they hustle for a while and, and then they kind of take a break. You yeah. know, but like it's it's or or just other things are are more of a priority so and and but then they come back to it like later on and they're like yeah. oh yeah that dream I had 10 years ago huh <laughs> let's, let's, let's pull that back out and dust it off a little bit <laughs> absolutely uh, old <laughs> dream. do you have anyone who really inspires you um uh, my dad my dad has always been my best friend he's that one person and if I know he's at a show of mine I get really nervous and I'm like he's the one person I want to impress Mm because he's the one that goes around blabbing his mouth to everyone he knows like yeah my daughter she's done Broadway stuff like and I'm like dad don't tell people that I haven't I haven't done Broadway like I've done musicals (laughs) but he's just over the top everything and everyone probably thinks I'm this big star and like no dad like I'm working at (laughs) okay okay hey hey, now you are at the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater right now so this is true so tactically he's not completely wrong (laughs) exactly exactly yeah let's let's talk about Broadway Palm how are you like I have they've been called back from them a while ago at UPTA um but they're they're in Florida yes Tell, tell us a little about the theater yeah, so uh, the Broadway Palm Dinner Theater, it's in Fort Myers, Florida, um, and there are two theaters. There's a main stage, which does mostly the bigger musical productions, and then there's the Off-Broadway Theater, which does a lot more plays and comedies and occasionally does some smaller musicals, but it's some smaller casts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm doing a play called Not Now Darling. It's a British farce from the 1960s and it is absolutely hysterical um I run around in my underwear the whole show (laughs) (laughs) so funny um and we run until November 5th and then I'll be heading into a Christmas musical called Ha Ha Ho the Holiday Show yes which is some great alliteration right there (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's just a holiday review show with like everyone's favorite Christmas Christmas songs Mm-hmm. And that'll run until Christmas. And we also have a children's theater that runs on the main stage, um, which I was actually contracted to do a musical with that right now. But because of the hurricane, it got canceled. We were going to be yeah. doing Grace for the President, which I was very excited about because I've done that show before. But natural disasters happen and <laughs> that will no longer be happening. But 
But I'm also doing a musical in January and February called Just Desserts, the musical Bake Off, where I play this businessy baker girl who tap dances and just really wants to make it big. That's the name of her big song is Make It Big. And yeah, it's it's so fun. I think this company is really wonderful. Um, what makes me so grateful to work here is the way they handled the hurricane is mm -hmm. they opened up as a shelter for anyone who needed a place to be that was safe in the community. Um, we've had trucks outside giving away free food for the past two and a half weeks. Um, the theater opened up and offered hot meals and water to anyone who needed it. Just they really took that time off not to think about what's next for them, but how can they help the people yeah. around them? And they've been helping with cleanup and all kinds of things. So it's really nice to work for good people who actually mm -hmm. care. And the theater really took care of all of us too during it. They were always checking in, seeing if we needed anything, um, providing us with any kind of uh, food, water, supplies that we needed. Right. Um, so they're really good people that run this company. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love everything about that. And I don't think like I knew that they had um, the main stage and then the like the smaller theater, but I didn't I don't think I knew much about the children's theater. Like they, it seems like they have a lot of opportunities there. They do. Um, we're doing another um, children's musical. I think it starts next month. It's called Santa Claus the Musical. Mm -hmm. And they do, I think, four or five kids shows a year. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, it's a great opportunity for anyone who's in the main stage or the off-Broadway casts to audition, make some extra money, you perform on the main stage. Mm -hmm. um, it's really great. I think they bus in schools and do talkbacks for kids. It's a really great opportunity. <laughs> nice. Like, why, why do you think that you have been, like, why do, why do you do shows? Like, what's sort of, like, internally, like, at the end of the day, what, what's your why? Um, that's a tough question. I mean, it's always been something since I was a little kid. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, that makes me happy. I'm going to do that. But then when COVID hit and I couldn't do that anymore, um, I worked at a bank nine to five for a year and I was really good at it, but it was not fulfilling I was really bored every day doing the same same job, being stuck in an office. Um, I've done a lot of other just random jobs and nothing really was fulfilling. I would get home and just be like, oh, thank God I'm not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And with theater, there's never really been that moment. Like you can be tired and exhausted, but in the end, I'm never going to be like, God, I wish I never did that show. I wish I didn't do that performance or that rehearsal you know what I mean yeah there's always that I'm always excited to go to work even if it's hard which it is hard but it's very fulfilling and I, can, I know I can do other things but I know it would never make me happy right it just it and just I wouldn't like, be it you know and I feel like that's the case for anyone who does this we're not in it for the money we're not in it for fame or success we're just nothing else makes us happy. <laughs> right. N nothing else is like, it could come, it could maybe come close, but it's just not quite as fulfilling, especially creatively and, and artistically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, um, I always, I, I always ask people sort of at the end, like, do you have a favorite theater memory or story that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> she's that's thinking, a big question I know I know it's it's hard to only pick one there's so many okay, okay while while you think about it I'll, I'll tell you the surprise remember at the beginning I said oh I have, gosh sure I have, what is <laughs> I have a surprise for you okay I haven't told anyone this actually so uh Halloween is coming up and Sophie my three-year-old she has two costumes for Halloween because why have one costume when you can have two <laughs> well it's it's mostly like for actual halloween she has like a costume and then like for her school halloween party she has another costume because her like trick-or-treating costume i didn't think would translate well to the preschool halloween party because i don't know if it's like preschool appropriate so <laughs> okay so for actual halloween um we are going as a family, me, my boyfriend, Shane and Sophie, we're all going like as a, as a family theme costume and um, we're doing little shop of horrors and I'm going as Audrey. Shane is going as Seymour and Sophie is going as Audrey too. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. So I thought, but then I was like, I can't send her to preschool in an Audrey two costume. Like the other little kids are going to be number one. They're either going to be scared or they're not going to like get it. They're going to be like, but I keep telling Sophie, I'm like, oh, you're a flower for Halloween. It's cute. <laughs> she's <laughs> hey, Les, That is brilliant. <laughs> she's working on her one line. We've been working on it for the past couple of months. And she says, feed me Seymour. <laughs> Of course. Oh my goodness. So cute. Okay. But that's not the surprise. So that's like part one. So then I thought, okay, she needs like another costume that's cute, you know, so she can go to school like with her. And I'm sure like all her little friends are either going to be superheroes or Disney princesses or like pumpkins, you know, like what do you dress your three-year-old in? So I was at TJ Maxx the other day. I was being a Maxinista and on sale for $19.99. You are not going to believe it. They had a toddler Little Red Riding Hood costume. And Lexi, it has a a red velvet cape and it's like black and white with a little apron. It looks almost exactly like the costume that you wore in our production of Into the Woods. Oh no, how sweet. (gasps) You'll have to give her a line too. I know, I've been really struggling (laughs) because it's so wordy. There's so many words. And good day, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> or, or like you can talk to birds. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that might be easy, but I was trying to get her to say um either just for her to say into the woods, which she can say that, or I was like, I, I sort of hate to ask it, but do you have a basket? <laughs> I'll be your mother now. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> That's yeah. so precious. Oh, I can't wait to see pictures. Yeah, she's going to be a little red. And I, I mean, I literally, I saw it hanging on the little, and I mean, it's like perfect size. I was like, oh my God, that's Lexi's costume from, I have to buy this. Like, I have to. <laughs> yeah, so that's, so look for those pictures coming up next week. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I can't wait. Halloween is next week. Yeah, it's coming that's- up. Oh my goodness. You got, you got a costume ready? don't I haven't even thought about it (laughs) 
I'm going to have to go to TJ Maxx. or target or goodwill or you know it's true all right have you thought of a a theater memory or story the first thing that comes to mind is I always grew up as a little kid watching the Carol Burnett show because she's brilliant yeah I think she's one of the most brilliant comedians to this day Mm -hmm. um and when I was around 12 or 13 I got to meet her and be her mic runner at the Rialto Square Theater in Joliet um, when I was interning as like a, I interned a technical director and she was like, hey, like she's coming. Do you want to like hold her mic for her and go up on stage and hand it to her? And I was like, no way. And then I got to talk to her and tell her how I was going to play Annie coming up that like year or something like that. It was just so amazing to meet one of my most prized idols. Um, She's incredible. And she was just as nice as I thought she would be. And yeah, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Aww. One person that really kind of did a lot for me, especially as a kid. Yeah, that that's so special. It's always great when you meet people who are very famous and, and they're just sort of like down to earth, regular, you yeah. know, kind people. Yeah. That's oh. so great. Oh my goodness. Lexi, thank you so much for, I mean, like this is your one day off. <laughs> and thank you for taking, I mean, like guys, I literally messaged her yesterday. She's like, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, great. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So thank you for taking the time to chat with me today, share some stories um, and uh, best of luck with the run of your shows. Uh, I will definitely, I will link some information friends. If you are in and around the Fort Myers, Florida area, your past, be sure to go check out a show at Broadway Palm. I mean, there's a lot of theater in Florida. So please make sure you support. And also I know that there's a lot of hurricane relief funds that are out there right now um you know you have a c- couple extra dollars five ten twenty like it really goes a long way you know if you want to donate to one of the hurricane relief funds um i've seen a bunch of them on instagram and facebook but yeah i think florida is, is still really struggling right now yeah thank you for saying that yeah there are a lot of relief funds going on even my gym is doing one we're doing a plank challenge oh and if you do, a dollar goes to the relief fund. So nice. we're really trying. <laughs> yeah, I know. These, these things, they take time. They, they take time. They take money. They take patience. Um, and, and, and again, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll close with our, with our quote of the day. Nice is different than, than good. good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>